Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Our Take on the Bowl. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be your host today. And joining me, as always, we have Jenna. Hey, Jenna. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? I'm doing well. I've missed you. I've missed you. It's been so long since we've done our take on Bold and the Beautiful. It's been a very long time. A very long a time. Very long time since <laughs> I've watched Bold and the Beautiful. I took so after our last show, I was break. like, you know what? I need hiatus. I need to just stop watching this mess. I need to stop being angry every week, and I needed to stop doing what Bold and the Beautiful was doing, which is being repetitive. I felt like our conversations were not being constructive i felt they weren't being you know unique i felt we were just reiterating the same talking points over and over and over and i felt like we were getting in our own rut that steffi liam and hope were in was what we were doing and i needed to kind of break break that for a little bit so we took a little bit of hiatus i stopped watching for a little bit and then covid happened and the entire world and landscape changed production was shut down the episode stopped airing we started airing old episodes i started getting really into old bold and beautiful i'm actually now (laughs) i I feel super embarrassed saying this but also super proud and i think i'm more embarrassed (laughs) than i'm proud to say that i've watched over almost 700 and i think the last episode i watched was 766 so i've watched over 766 episodes of bold and beautiful from the beginning from the beginning Literally, but now do you see why i love snort. my barrack baby so much dude Brooke okay and eric were it i mean well, ugh, i want to get into that i do but Brooke <sighs> and eric like considering the fact that they had to write around yes. her pre- real life pregnancy real life once, pregnancy. I, once i realized that i was like you know what I'm cool with it. I'm fine with all the, the things that I have issues with. So it's really like seeing what the show was re-inspired me to love the show a little bit. And because the COVID hiatus, I was like, you know what? Let's do this thing. It's coming back. It's getting a lot of publicity for blow up dolls and craziness. So I was like, you know what? I want to be here. I want to discuss it. I want to get some unique voices. I've got some people that we're going to be reaching out to over the next couple of weeks and months and getting some new perspectives in here and i was like you know what i want to talk about bnb again and so i've watched all the episodes i missed i've I sat through it i watched it all needless to say i could have just watched the episode airing on 720 because it recapped it all for me i wasn't yes, prepared for that but you I, know yeah. what you, you live and you learn you so live and you learn. i'm now caught up i'm excited to talk bold and beautiful and i thought you know what let's do a very special episode of our take on bold and we're going to kick it soap countdown style and count down our top five things we want to see from bnb now that's coming back from its covid19 hiatus so for those of you unfamiliar with soap countdown format and jenna this will be your first top five if i'm not wrong I'm we're going excited. to be running down our list taking turns each round discussing what we think are number five four three two and eventually one thing is that we want to see from the subject at hand so why don't we kick it off with our number five um i'm going to go first this round because i i want to want to get us going and i need an end to the repetitive dialogue end it i'm tired of it i'm done 
I've watched Monday through Thursday's episode. I, I don't need Friday's episode holding my hand through every scene. Explain to me why Phoebe is Beth and why Beth is Phoebe. <laughs> I need unique scenes where this isn't like a Greek chorus going around and talking about what happened to Hope, Liam, and Steffi and then cutting right back. I need fully fleshed out dialogue that that's not fodder for the soup. You know, I want to yeah. be entertained by what I'm seeing. Again, going back and watching these old episodes, I see that Bold is capable of telling really compelling stories and they're able to talk like humans would actually talk and do these things. And I don't know if it's a production thing. I don't know if that's a money saving thing where maybe if they only print out, you know, one script and they use it every day <laughs> that it's fine. But like, I need these to fix the dialogue because I know these actors are capable of doing so much more and I need to hear it. I need to see it. I need to not feel like my mind's melting when I'm yes. watching the dialogue specifically on, on b and I agree with you on that. And I think, I, don't, I think it was Corian. I heard him say it, that he thinks that they kind of dumbed down the dialogue because it makes it easier for when they go overseas and they subtitle it. <sighs> and I was like, Maybe, you know, that actually but... makes sense. But, but at the same time, I'm I like, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like that's that's that doesn't help me. Like I'm I'm watching the show here in English. Like I care about me. I mean, I understand that's where your money comes from is internationally, yeah, but we, we like it. then send them the script so they can throw it in Google Translate. Like I don't like I'm sorry that well, you have to spend a little bit more time translating the dialogue, but if you can do it for Riverdale, you can do it for this. <laughs> that's true. So yeah. And I think it helps that we also got someone back in the writing room, you know, not that long ago that, you know, writes good soap, you know, and is able to write good things and stuff that makes sense, you know, and to where it's not just like repeating the fodder. So I'm, I'm hopeful. My fingers are crossed. That that will happen. We'll see. So what's that number five for you, Jenna? Number five for me is for Steffi and her new man that her new man stays the hell away from anyone who has the last name of Logan. At least for like six months. Because I'm sick of my girl having to fight these Logans, who I adore, by the by, for some love and affection. Just let Steffi be the only one that this guy sees, the only one that this guy wants to be with, the only guy this guy wants to kiss, let her be the only one. At least give me, give it to me for three months. Please. So, at least three months. I, I would be okay with that. I, I think we need some time to get adjusted to this to really enjoy it. I, I'm here for it because also there's no need to do an instant triangle. There's there's not not a need. Now I am saying <laughs> like down the road. Oh yeah, down you the know road, you got to bring obstacles. Time. You got to do things. But like, let's set it up first. Let's see the romance. Let's see the yes. the journey that they have together before we start throwing in the inevitable Logan. You know, like, uh, give them like three but, months to be together before Sally comes in with her new mystery illness. You know, because this guy's a doctor, and throw Sally as the wrench in between. You know, this new thing because you know I that didn't you know. Even think about that. Uh, hello. How long have we been watching this episode? The anvils are all right there. All and I, just, over I didn't even it. literally make that connection <laughs> that he's going to be the one to solve this so, stupid ass mystery. You know, 
we'll just let it be just for a little bit, you know? Let work and play be separate. Let him, like, even move into the house. I don't care. Just let Steffi have her own love just for a little bit. Okay. That's all I'm asking. Just and I'm for fine a little with that. bit. I don't and need not a- total lightning speed, though. Take like, that I don't picture need off the wall. Them to get married in the next three Please, months. God, take that picture off the wall. Put it oh, in yes. Kelly's room and just let it be. Just let it be. Let it be. So, at number four for me, I want more than one, more than two story threads in an episode. So, going off what I previously said in regards to dialogue, my time matters. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This whole tired excuse of it's only 20 minutes uh, runtime is is bull. Like it's ridiculous. I'm over here watching international soaps for years and they're rotating way more characters in and out and telling way more stories than bold does within that year time span in it with the same runtime. It's mm-hmm. just lazy and it's frustrating. I don't know if it has to do with the production model and the budget. But whatever it is, it's it's got to go. Having spent, again, the last year watching these classics, I've seen the ability to weave stories in and out and to tell multifaceted stories within you know the span of just the 20 minutes. And, and two stories that are completely different from each other. Yes, you could tell. Dude, I would even be fine if it was just two stories. But mm-hmm. like we, we don't even get that right now. Or we were not getting that previously. We were just mm-hmm. getting one story as the a story and then everything else was talking about what was happening a story story. and that's that's not the way this works or should work so i really hope that going forward that they utilize their time better and utilize their cast to each have unique stories that that have multiple layers to it people have lives at work and they also have lives at home they also have multiple things happening in their life in both of those areas and I want to see all of that. I don't want to just see. I wonder what happened to Liam today. You know, I wonder did he stick his penis in Hope or Steffi or Sally? Like, where do you where do you think where do you think happened to it, Pam? And like, I need I need depth, and it doesn't exist. So that's what I want from B and B when it comes back. It's a little bit more depth. And I agree, dude. It doesn't even need to be like a huge change. Even if we saw just like tiny differences you know in the fact of like like you said like before you know the a story and then the greek chorus is everybody else talking about the a story to every other player on on set you know even it was if it was just you know you have a 20 minute show you have 15 minutes that are talking about the a story but then the b story is kind of sprinkled in and it gets a little bit more every day you know and the a story and the b story can be connected but they can also be their own separate yep veins in whatever the larger umbrella story is you know that is actually a really good one (laughs) it's something that we've been hoping for and so like i said we have somebody in the writer's room now that is good (laughs) and they've been re-watching all these old episodes that they're replaying hopefully so like hopefully they, they got inspired a little bit one would hope so what's the number four for you I want to see like an actual business story. I don't even care what it is. You know, like give me like an actual business story that's not Steffi against Hope. Two clothing lines that are never ever gonna 
go anywhere or ever be talked about again after said story is over you know like give me an actual business story like is Forrester floundering you know is Spencer going to come in and try to take it again because Bill's always about that money you know he doesn't care who he hurts to get what he wants you know like give me an actual Mm -hmm. story about business like I don't care if it's another family coming in if Sally decides you know what she's going to be a Spectre again and she's going to bring back Spectre fashions and whatever like, but give me an actual business story with some depth and some heart, like how we used to have when, you know, it was Stephanie and Forrester against Sally and Spectra. I would love That's that. That's what I want. I would absolutely love that because we really haven't gotten that from Bold in a while. And I would love to see them tell one of those really good, compelling business stories. So I fingers crossed. Fingers are. Crossed. I mean, people think they're boring, but I'm like, no, that's what this was about. Like this whole it, show it, it was can about be boring. This. Yeah, but oh God, yeah. but there, it's all in how you tell it, and there's so many intriguing ways to tell a business story, and that they could do it right. So I'm, I'm I got my fingers crossed, and toes. So there we go. Number three for me. I'm saying, give me some diversity. Give me this. This is gonna get me fired, but whatever. Give oh me the blacks. Give me the gays. Give me your trans. Give me your non-binary. Give me a realistic look at the fashion industry in 2020. It's shameful that in a year of so much cultural change, that B&B is literally one of the most white soaps of them all, and we saw hints today that we may be getting a little bit of something there with Zoe and Carter, and we know Zinday's coming back. I don't want the segregation corner, mm-hmm. but I want, I really, really, really want to see. Carter's been on the show for how long now? Literally since mm-hmm. Guiding Light went off the air. And I can't actually tell you anything that that man did other than be the token guy to marry people and divorce people and forget to file paperwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's been his storyline this entire time. And he had like I that need... brief thing with Maya. That's like the only thing I can remember. <sighs> oh yeah, he did. And now I just, I need him to be the prominent player that he is. And once we establish him as that, then interweave him with the rest of the cast as he so rightfully deserves. And Zoe too, like Zoe, like that girl has fought through some terrible storylines to still be here. <laughs> yeah. And she does a good job and I'm really impressed with her and I hope that you continue to utilize her and I hope this new Zenday doesn't let me down. Uh, I got my fingers crossed, but also I'm afraid that it's, it's going to be like every other time. So don't be like every other time. Give me diversity and keep it coming. Please. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you. That's actually what my number three was. Was nice. diversity. Because, you know, it's about the fashion industry. And yet they don't have a single gay character. Not one. How they, you know, and I'm they like, how do you live? Fire, in a, right? like, I'm not trying to like pigeonhole people, but it's like, a lot of people in the fashion industry are gay 
or you're, you're not going to tell me that or, nobody like, in that show is gay. Like nobody like, in that nobody. building is gay. Like, I would love <laughs> if they brought in a sore ass RJ. Gay as hell. Yes. Just literally super gay and just had him running that fashion house. Like going around beyond Steffi, that is so tacky. And just like going around and just doing telling a compelling story. Like the fact that I can't have they actually had a gay character on the show? They had Maya. They had Maya as, and that was more of a transgender that, story. And that's then, that 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 they didn't even play up as and I'm not saying that it needs to be quote unquote played up for the trans aspect of it. But after the first blip of the story, Maya was just a woman. Yeah. You know, I mean I like, she didn't struggle at all. She didn't deal I with anything at all. Except for I don't remember if they've ever had a gay character. I can't remember a gay character on the show. I mean, was Sally's little guy henchman, I can't remember his name, was he gay? Did I mean, he, he never was thing? with anybody. No, I mean, I don't, her. I don't remember. remember. Yeah, yeah he, man, had he did. Like, I he, can't he was gay, but he definitely had a thing for her. Like, honestly, though, that's that's it's a fashion house in LA, and you're telling me they don't have one gay person in the whole building. It's just, it's weird. It is weird. And I think that's something that they need to discuss. And I mean, it, how compelling is even. You know, would it be just to have a story about like an employee that works there that, you know, is being harassed or something? Mm -hmm. And because, you know, it gets up to Eric or Ridge or whoever sees it and it becomes a story like, hey, like how they did with the homelessness thing. You know, mm -hmm. they found a way to make it a story, you know, where they went to like the homeless shelters and they, you know, the soup kitchens and stuff like that. Like they could find a way to make a compelling story out of like what is it like to be like a young gay person in LA right. in a fashion house where you think you would be accepted because quote unquote that's what society says you know yeah. but then you're not I don't want BNB to be uh, this is hard for me to say because I do like I want BNB to be the socially responsible show that's telling the all these intriguing and the correct way and doing it all right like uh, when you're saying that, I was like, "That'd be so good." And then, what if on top of that, we told like to do a Black Lives? I was like, literally, <laughs> what ran through my lives, my mind is like, "What if they did a Black Lives Matter storyline with Zinde, and he was being targeted incorrectly for being a black man in the this white fashion house, and he brought it up to Eric, and then they had to tell like, what do you do when the the lead top model or somebody on there like tweets out like some really racist stuff." And they're having to deal with it because Zenday's like brought into it. But then I was like, do I really trust B and B yeah. to tell a Black Lives Matter storyline? Like, let, let's give them time uh, first. Let's get our feet wet let's, before let's we dabble. Let's just get black people you know. on my show, <laughs> right? Let's get let's <laughs> like, get let's, let's show get, that they matter by getting them on the payroll. Please. Let's get a pride flag up in that office. Let's do a little something, and then we'll work our like, way. They don't even talk about like Pride Month on that Not show or the parade or anything like that. Like Forrester Creations would be one of those things that like, you know, Hey, we're going to go down to the parade. We're going to make, you know, all these outfits and, but you know, whatever. Don't make I sense. Anyway. Dude, tied in RuPaul. Good Lord. Well, RuPaul's I don't know about fashion, RuPaul, but whatever. I, I don't know how this somebody. works. I'm just they trying to get somebody. us money. I'm trying to get us money. I know. Okay. 
So that brings me to my number two. This is the only time that I actually have a character on my list. And I want them to reboot Brooke Logan. I need a complete and utter reset of this character. Go back to the history books, read what she was about, read the story Bible, and literally find who this character is. Because Brooke Logan that I know is not this weak child. She has a degree. She's wise beyond her years. And she is not a pushover. Yet in 2020, and really for the last decade plus, she's been relegated to the Z-list Stephanie wannabe. So people like Shauna can be the slut from the desert and be portrayed (laughs) as likable. But Brooke has to be like put in the Stephanie cold, distant vibe. Like, no, that's not who Brooke Logan is. You said it. She's the sexy chemist. She will seduce you with her bedroom line and literally come over there and screw your man. She's smart. She doesn't make dumb mistakes. She's like manipulative. She's she's everything. And yet what I'm getting is this milk toast version. And that's not what I want. So oh, I, I need you. them to reset the character because Brooke is the bold and the beautiful. Like yep. I do. I'm one of the people that loved Liam Steffi Hope. I did. But Brooke Logan is the name that made this show. Put some respect on her name and let's tell some smart storylines with my girl and then tell smart storylines for her daughters, etc. But start there. No, I totally agree with you. And I think a great way to do that is, is you, if you've seen the promo, you see things that are happening in Brooke's life. And what would be the best thing for her to do when she's down and out? Go back to the drawing board. Go back to the beginning. I would love to see her in, like doing chemist stuff. Mm-hmm. Like making a perfume, a face cream, a hair dye. I don't care what it is. A lipstick. You know, go back to belief. Go back to Brooke Logan, like 1.0, you know, and have her just try to figure out who she is, you know, and then maybe give me my barrack back. You know, I mean, I'm good with this. I would be okay with that. Like, I I don't have a problem with her and Eric. I don't have a problem with her and Ridge. I really don't. I don't have a problem with her and Bill. I need them to just make a choice, though, and give her her backbone back. Because yes. she's not the sweet character. Like, just so, make up their minds about what they want to do with her. What's a number two for you? Well, <laughs> actually, the number two for me is I want my barrack back. That was my actual number two was my, I want my broken Eric back. So, <laughs> I... Which is so sad, but I love I them so really much. I really enjoy like seeing the start of the story for them. I do really enjoy them. My problem with that is they need to decide, I guess, what to do with Eric first. Mm-hmm. Because making him Papa and then putting Brooke with Papa isn't gonna like fix things, you know? Like I need him to be Victor Kyriakis, you know, like I need him to, to, to be a little bit more manipulative or a little bit more doing something. I don't, I don't really care what, but he's taken such a step back from Forster creation 
and such setback from the family that all he does now is pour drinks for Quinn and yep yeah that's what I'm saying like make him who he was when he was with Brooke to begin with yeah I mean he was a manipulative like I'll be about it and I'd be interested and I love I just I don't want to I just don't want to see Brooke be saddled with Eric and then relegated to family dinners you know my thing is though is she's like I said she's Brooke freaking Logan you know you don't think she's still going to be messy and getting into everybody's business and everything else even if she was with Eric I don't know I just love my babies and I don't care how I get them I just want them before this show is over one day I want them back because they're the original originals and they have such good chemistry together. And I just, I really, 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 really love them. And I want them back. Well, maybe you'll get your hope one day. Maybe. One day. Maybe. maybe. Okay. Well, that brings us to our number ones. So I'll start it off. Oh boy. I want B&B to tell stories with real stakes and consequences with a clear beginning, middle, middle and end please stop (laughs) starting and stopping stories guys for example quinn trying to have brooke fall off the wagon you you remember that because that happened this year for that whole scene um the fallout of the baby switch like literally they (laughs) they were like here's phoebe and she's beth and bye they dropped every other element of that storyline taylor hayes need i say more all of this was literally just picked up, started, and dropped. And that that's just off the top of my head. Like, if I actually sat down and wrote out the list of what they've dropped this year, it's ridiculous. And I need them to just have a clear plan, have a beginning, middle, and end for these story arcs, and just tell the actual storyline through. Because the more that I think about it, the more angry I get when we think of things like, we you mentioned Maya earlier, and I, I thought about like her end story <sighs> with Zenday. Like, yeah, before we got to her end story with Rick, the end story with Zenday when his last episode, they were literally flirting with a Zenday Maya like romance, and then they brought up that she was trans, and the next thing you know, they're nowhere to be seen. Then we have the whole destruction of these marriages off screen, like tell stories with the beginning middle end and follow through like yeah there's no consequences for anybody stakes literally i need stakes i do not need people kissing turning into you're having an affair and you're ruining our the sanctity of our marriage like i kissed a girl and i liked it it's okay calm down like it's not breakfast literally literally (laughs) yeah i got breakfast she she brought me Denny's. Like, calm down. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I got some flapjacks and we called it a day. And yet we're talking about like these people like actually having full on affairs. Like, no, if we're going to tell storylines with the affair, then show me it. I need people like actually consummating these affairs and doing things if we're going to like really act like it's the end of the world, because that's that's fine. Like I would be really mad. Like, I'd be upset if my wife kissed somebody else. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I think I would try and at least work through it. I don't think I'd be like, you know what? We're done. 
But if she told me like she was sleeping with Bill, I'd be like, you know what? I think we're done. Yeah. Like, give me stakes that are realistic and tell them realistically with real consequences. Please, BNB. That's all I'm asking. I don't feel like yeah. it's too much. Well, I mean, it's like when, okay, like, congratulations, Scott Clifton, on your 10 years of Bold and Beautiful. That's great. When they were showing clips of him and they showed the clip where Steffi told him that she slept with Bill and he looked like he was having like a mini stroke. Like he was blinking and like all over the place. And then they get the paternity test and oh no, it's not Bill's. Oh, but he was at the hospital when she got the test. So I'm sorry. You're going to dangle that carrot for me. Follow through people. Come on, make Kelly bills and keep my girl out of Liam's life. Um, you know, I totally agree with you because there's no consequences. There's no beginning. Like, they start off really good. It goes all to hell in the middle. And then at the end, you're like, okay, well, who cares? You've been dragging this out for a year and a half. Like, I just want it over. You know, I don't care how it ends now. I just want it to be over. You know, and I think that that's been a big problem. It's like Thomas was supposed to be this great villain, but all he had was a vision board. What were the stakes? You want hope? Okay, why? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't, I'm not feeling with you. You know, I'm not feeling you like, I, I why am I, am I supposed to not like you? Am I supposed to like. That's the thing. It's like, I can't tell what they want to. Yes. To, to their perspective. Because Thomas is a great example of what do you want me to feel? Like, what do you feel about him? Is he a villain? Is he a lead hero? Am I wanting to root for him? Am I not wanting to root for him? Do I want hope with him? Like, I don't want hope with Tom. I mean, uh. Liam, so I guess I want him with you, but I mean, you're also a really shitty person. So <laughs> horrible father, like <laughs> literally like... the worst father I've ever seen in soaps. Like I've seen a literally parents abuse their children on international soaps, and I'm like, you know what? I think Thomas is worse because he's <laughs> like psychologically just messing with this child's head. Well, that and like the way they wrote him, it's like he would be so awful. And Thomas would be afraid of him. And then all of a sudden in the next episode, Thomas is like, Daddy, I miss you. Why haven't you been here? And I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Yeah. Like, I, I thought this child was afraid of his father. No? For last episode. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. The consequences, like coming full circle, continuity. Like, if you're going to write an arc, like, let's say it's you're treating it like fan fiction. You have an outline, right? The beginning, the middle. And hopefully the end, if you're not like me and you just have a million whips out there that you've never finished, <laughs> thank you. You know, so a beginning, a middle, and an end. And stick with it. But you can hurry it up. Like, if it's something that, like, you know what? Fans don't like this. We got to cut it. Okay, fine. You can hurry it up and finish it. But it still needs to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Give yep. it to me. And make it make sense. Like, there has to be, like, that red thread of continuity to it that I can least latch on to and be like, okay... I don't like why this person is doing this, but I understand their point of view or where they're coming from. I don't necessarily have to like the person, but I can at least understand. And that's the thing that's been missing for me is the understanding portion. Like, I don't know why these people are doing half the things they're doing. And I, yeah, like that's it. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't understand why Thomas is obsessed with hope. I don't get it. Like, I, I don't like, I do get like, Hey, they may have had a great love affair, back in the day and they they he really wanted to rekindle that but the minute she was like no i'd be like all right 
opens up Tinder and finds somebody else. Like, well, I mean, and considering he had this great love supposedly with Caroline, with Caroline off screen, that ended because she died. Right, and I mean, it's not like I just yeah, it, it, this is the wrong. We'll get back to this. Later. No, but like <laughs> the, the, the consequences go there too, and that's what I think I was trying to get to. Yeah, is like it. You're not showing me any consequences to your storylines because you change what you feel is the point of view and the direction on a whim and there's no consistency from episode to episode week to week month to month and that's what what needs to change and pro tip people don't fall off a cliff and then go walking the next day pro tip just saying so that brings us (laughs) to your number one what's the number one for you jenna So my number one is to cut out all the triangles for right now. I know that they're still going to do one because that's how it was written before all this happened with Flo and Wyatt and Sally. And I know that they're still doing one with Ridge and Brooke and Shauna, but I don't want a whiff of any other triangle. And I want these two triangles to become just lines fairly quickly. Because this is the show of triangles and it's really annoying and it gets old. And I'm sick of these characters being ping pong balls. You know, it's like, like, let them stay with people for a minute, please. Not, you know, until someone turns around and looks at them the right way at a 90 degree angle and all of a sudden it's like, but I'm in love with you. No, just. Let the triangles go for a little bit. You could have other things happen to couples that can make actual drama other than you wanting to stick your dick into someone else. I'm sorry. It bothers me. I mean, yeah. I, that's the thing. Is like The show's always had triangles. Yes. But you can take a break, breathe for Just a minute, for a little bit. and then reset those triangles. And it goes to like everything we said previously and make them better. But like we need just a break. And it doesn't have to be the same triangles over and over and over. Mm -mm. Please, for the love Mm -mm. of God. Shake, shake that canvas up. Please. There's people, you're paying people, use them. (laughs) Like, right. That's that's my biggest thing. Like, I mean, they're there. Why don't we do something with it? Because <sighs> they need to, but that's a really good list. I think we both had really good, good list and had a good discussion we today. Did mine was totally more superficial than yours, but that's fine. I mean, <laughs> that's fine because I thought mine was going to be really, really superficial. So I'm, I'm <laughs> impressed that one I of us so got shallow. that. You're fine. Well, we got a little bit of listener feedback. And I want to just share that because I love our listeners and I appreciate them for sending Yay. in their list at the I last minute it. because I just promoted that a couple hours ago. So first up, we have Angel at Tornado Song. She says at number five, she wants for Steffi to have her man for more than five seconds just to piss yes. him off. Number Please. four, more stories in a single episode. Three, felony flow off the show. Two, Return of the Avons. And number one, not on the show particularly, but behind the scenes, she would love to see Michelle Valjean upgraded to head 
writer and could list. Um, I bad. like our felony flow. Sorry about it. So do I. She's, so do I. she's good. I, I, I do agree that the Logan girl connection is dumb as fuck, but yes, I is. really do like her. And I think she's, she's just a victim of bad writing, but I think the actress has it. And I'm actually really like her. Um, uh, let's see. Next we have at Breedu two. Uh, we have at number five a new family running their own rival fashion house to rival Forrester Creations and actually succeeding this time. At mm-hmm. number four to see more representation for people of color and the LGBTQ characters. Yeah. Where are they at? Uh, at number mm-hmm. three. The show to have a balance in stories and usage of characters. Number two, for Carter to be used as more than the show's multi-purpose attorney. And number one, storylines based on the real world of fashion and magazine publishing. Yeah. Please. And lastly, at MJG Chick. We got, honestly, don't tease me, Zoe and Carter, then not do anything with them. So what I'm saying is give Zoe and Carter some genuine screen time so we can see whatever we saw today progress. And low-key, she wants Katie to help Sally hide her sickness. Hey. Hide faking her sickness. And yeah i would love to see sally tied in with katie to like really make these people pay her to be like yeah i messed up i'm sorry i'm I'm, i found out i was just you know whatever let's move on and help me destroy these people's lives and she's like you know what okay i'm down because you let me in on it Um, i don't know because she'd be like oh but you gave me a piece of her liver kidney or whatever whatever just make them all suffer um so thank you guys for listening thank you i appreciated it it was I a great show it. i missed you jenna i missed I you jonathan actually missed talking about this awful terrible show hey and no even new new talking about it we're so, gonna be happy new, new new point of view we're gonna be happy yes. because let's be real before we wrap up that promo was fire yeah and it really was for B&B, I that promo was really really exciting and i'm really actually excited to talk about this show and see what we talk about thomas's beard he's got a quarantine holy shit wow i know wow that's all i can say keep it pg-13 wow (laughs) i i i mean there you go enthusiastic thumbs up that's all i'm gonna say about that so you can follow us at our take media. I am at so John on the Twitters and Jenna is at Jenna TV lover. You can follow the podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google play, on wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's Everywhere. not there, hit me up in my mentions and I will make sure to fix that for you. You can also follow Soap Countdown for more fun top five countdown lists like this at Soap underscore Countdown. Until next time, and it's been months since I've said this, bye-bye. Bye.